This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Guess what I did this morning. What did you do this morning? Got up in the morning like I do, like a champ. Yeah. Yeah. And you went, good morning, Britta. Oh, I know what you did. Yeah, that's exactly. Tinnitus, tinnitus, tinnitus. What, that doesn't make any sense. Well, what you did this morning was you went on at GMB. What do you think? Hang on. What do you think? Your 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 mind is here, but you're you're thinking about something completely different. I, I honestly, we're, we're, we're doing a podcast, and okay, you're thinking about something. What different. I'm thinking about is that you're about to reveal all of our text messages, and I am thinking whether I actually want that to be revealed. We're doing a podcast. Okay, you do, you've done it every week now for nearly two and a half, two years. You know what's going on. Okay, I know what's going on. Why don't you Why don't you start today? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to... Not that bit yet. We just we, This is a bit where we ramble at the top. Okay, we ramble. So what have you been up to? <laughs> you're, if, you were, if you were on a date, your, your chat you, would be the what worst. Have, what have you been up to? Um, your hair looks honestly adorable. If I could explain, you have a Johnny Bravo quiff, yeah. second layer back from the hair transplant. Mm-hmm. So it's like straight hair and then it's a quiff. I must show you. If anyone hasn't gone onto our YouTube channel, Sophie shaved her head, so you should check it out. <laughs> Kidding, you haven't. Okay. So, if you were on a date, how would you, you? How would you? How would you date someone now? If me and you divorced, if we divorced, how would you date? I don't know. How would you date? I know exactly how you. And you'd be like, "Hey, Chica." You go, "Hola, Chica." Fuego. That's a worst. I would not speak Spanish. Yeah, you would. You spoke Spanish to me from day dot. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You used to call me Chica every... You truly did. He actually did. He did. It was Chica oh, all the time. God, I just don't... Chica this, Chica that. Look, okay, um, pretend, pretend we're on a date. Okay, we're on a date. You used to always say a word to me. I can't remember what. Oh, my God, no. I'm vomiting at you. Your chat. What was it? You used to go, miss, instead of miss you. And I honestly was like, why is he... Is he okay? It's like you wanted me to finish the sentence, and I used to be like, okay, so you would just write miss, and I would just air you because I was like, oh, I don't know, God. yeah, oh, yeah. Just, I swear that to God, is, that's what you used to do, and I'd be like, that is the grossest thing. So I'd go miss, hoping you'd reply right. saying you, yeah, or you just didn't want to actually, like, you couldn't be quenched enough to say <laughs> miss you. And I used to just think, what's he missing? Like, why are you saying miss? That is the most vile, thing I know, and I would never reply, Ugh. I can't miss. Yeah, just waiting, pondering. For you to say you. No, I'd never do it. But I remember that back in the day. I thought, why has he done it once and I've not replied saying you? Why is he trying again? Like, get the hint, it's not going to happen. Let's go on a date right now, you and I. I Okay, here we go. It's it's a blind date. Uh, You don't. I'm sick to my stomach with it. It's a blind date. You don't know me. My name's Raphael. Okay, my name's Carlotta. (laughs) Okay. Why are we Spanish and everything? (laughs) No. Okay, go on then. Your name's Sharon and I'm. No, your name's... My name's Carlotto. I said it once. Carlotto. I'll say it again. Okay. 
Carlotta. Uh, I no, we're not Spanish. Though. Yeah, I am. No, because you're Hola. not. Que tal? <laughs> don't know try and you're english i'm spanish get get by no but try and speak my language that's playing two different characters it isn't it yeah is. well we're not playing ourselves yes we are you said you're sharon that's not sophie <laughs> so i'm not playing myself you're sharon okay well you said you're sharon okay like you're just... sophie i'm jamie we've never met before i don't date <laughs> i'm married just make it easy for me i don't do role play just, it's not okay, role play fine. I just want to see how you would flirt actually get into it I'm not getting into it I'll do it if I'm Carlotta okay fine <laughs> okay. I'll do it if I'm Sophie you're Sophie I'm Jamie we've met on an app we've met up for the first time you're newly divorced because you just divorced from another Jamie quite random and um, you're on this date you've arrived I haven't arrived yet you ready for it yeah uh, sorry I'm late hey no, I don't know. My mind's elsewhere. Why is it elsewhere? I don't know. Because you're. <laughs> is this quiff, part of the date? It's the quite quiff, nice. The... I'm, I'm, I'm... Oh, sorry. My mind's elsewhere. <laughs> Thinking about the boy from yesterday. <laughs> Gosh. So, what did you say your name was? Bill. <laughs> Just dating so many guys. Sorry. I can't keep up. Why are you dating so many guys at the moment? Just keeping my fingers in lots of different pies. That's vile. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I don't like Just role playing. I don't like it. And first of all, I would get the eight straight away, and I'd go to the loo and I'd text my friend and say, abort, abort, because you've got a quiff in your hair on the second row of your hair, follicles, and I can't stop looking at it. It's like a pubic hair in the middle of your head. Just bending backwards out of nowhere. So, it's like you sprayed so, it and it's like this, a little snail bending backwards. So you're running to the bathroom to say that the boy that you've just met is giving you an ick. But in real life, I'm your husband. I so would run to the bathroom and take my friend and go, abort, abort. And I would say, something's up with his hair. He's quiffed one, one tiny curl in it and it, the rest of it is poker straight, poking everywhere. And there's one perfectly placed quiff. What is if I leaned in for a kiss? I would go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Would you say it like that? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like you're on a horse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. hot pony. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> next. Have you ever kissed anyone on the first date? No. Me? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. We were friends for two you years. You kissed me on the first date. No, weird. Look actually... at those lips of yours over there. Oh, <laughs> you'll vomit. You vomit me out. You did. You kissed me on the first date. Why are you like, you look drunk. And you kissed, and you kissed, you awful kisser at the beginning. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Terrible. Terrible. No, no, no. That tongue was all over the place. No, no. <laughs> so you could guys, control guys, it. Let me talk to you about this, right? I'm 14. I don't like kissing with tongue. I don't enjoy it. I think it's wrong. What do you kiss I, with your lip? Like, I don't love a. You, on the other hand, love a tongue kiss. And you, we had to negotiate over that because first. Our mouths negotiated over it, in fact. I don't enjoy the you, way you. You, no, shut Kissing your... Sophie is like kissing okay. an asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You have to really like break it open. You're making it sound like I don't love you. I wouldn't want to portray that image if you I were you. You do love me. Yeah, well, kissing you, let me tell you, you see me from over there, you want to kiss me? Yeah. You do this. From here, the mouth opens here, and you walk over with a purpose looking at my mouth. I'm like, close your fucking mouth and kiss me like a normal person. You retract like a. Yeah, butthole. because I've got your breath perfuming from this end of the room. 
on the way to there. Presuming. I'm like, close it. The tongue doesn't need to be coming out yet. That's but, not how it happens. But, You're so premature. You're so premature no. with kissing. You see me, you see me, you want to kiss. The eyes are on my lips already from across the room and the mouth is open and the head's tilted. I'm like, what's going on? I, you know what? I'm never going to kiss you again. Oh, no, that would be very, very sad. Oh God! You're just honestly when when I don't I think you've kissed like five people in your life because you have not been taught well. <laughs> I'm your wife, and we've been married. I've been with you for five years, so that's perfect. I'm very excited today because we have lots of things on the episode. We are going to read out our old messages to each other. I've managed to get my old phones and my old DMs to you. And why do you say DMs? We didn't so we weren't Instagram relationship like we text. Like well, we, get ready for me to read them out because we definitely DM'd each other. I did not DM. When you had a boyfriend and I had a boyfriend, for, for what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> when I had a secret boyfriend and you had a secret. No, no, we're not saying that. Well, it, no, it, well, we weren't flirty. People, we people just messaging. No, wait, hang on a sec. This is going to get misconstrued. When I had a boyfriend, you had a girlfriend, we were friends for two years Correct. before. Correct, yes. So they were not flirty messages. I don't think they were, but looking back at them, it's very... You it's, had a, you had an intention from the minute you met me. I'm very excited for that. Secondly, we have some, lots of fun things going on. And also, thank you to you lovely people. We potentially have an update on producer Jemima on a date. Sorry, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You just sit back and relax over there. You'll oh, get ready. God. Maybe a date for you on the cards. Actually. Well, from, is this real? Yes. Find what? out. <laughs> okay, you can come in now. This has got really Getting. out of hand. What? Stop. Right. I was excited then. Let's, should we begin the episode, everyone? Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. And I'm Sophie Lang. And we met five years ago. And we're... Married! Married! Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That's right. Can't get rid of me. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back. Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to Newlyweds. I'm Sophie Boo, and this is my co-host, host, Jamie. Jamie Co- Lang. <laughs> co-host. host is my coaster. Co-star, actually. Co-host. Co-host. Co-star, though. Co-host. Hey, by the way, I was on Good Morning Britain this morning. Don't I know, know you, you already said. You didn't even watch it. Because I was in the gym, and um, I was working out. No, you won't, because when I got home, you were back at home. You could have watched it. And the mm. TV was on. The yeah. TV was on. And what was I watching? Love Island again. The news. No, you were not watching the news. The news. You were not watching the news. Yeah, Love Island, I'm into it. I, I write, the, new, the news is not your forte. No, and I'll tell you why it's not. Why not? It's depressing. Okay. It, I don't think it's that positive. Yeah, get up to date with it, but I don't think it's healthy for everyone to be draining their brains That's with fair. the news. Honey, I just do want to say this. You, your mind, your whole personality, you're so great. I want to give you a compliment. Your mind, your whole personality, basically yeah. is such a backhanded insult. You're it's saying not, I have a weird mind. You have an amazing, but it's an incredible mind. I, I can't remember who it was I was with the other day, but we, we spent some time with someone the other day and I don't remember who it was but um, they then spoke to me afterwards just saying how great you are they were just like your wife wait because I spent time with them you just like yeah welcome to the world honey yeah but they just said you had the greatest how nice is that I want to give you a compliment that's so nice thank you they said you had the greatest energy who was it? I can't remember who it was it was someone but anyway you just are you just do thank you you have the greatest energy too (laughs) <laughs> anyway, you didn't watch me when I was... You didn't... I didn't watch you, no, but I heard you. What was I talking about? Because you came back and you replayed it on YouTube to me every second. So I did technically watch you, just not on the time that it aired. 
You came across very well. You said that we had couples therapy, which was wonderful. Yeah. So the world knows that now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But that was important. It was important. We don't have it all the time, but we have had it. Well, can I can I replay that? We had an interview, and in the interview, they asked us about therapy if we'd ever been to therapy, and then they asked if we ever. I think they meant personally therapy, but Jamie was like, "Yeah, yeah, we do couples therapy." Yeah, straight in there with couples therapy. Um, but we, I, but the point of doing couples therapy, which I said on Good Morning Britain as well, is that I think, look, forty-eight percent or fifty, basically half of marriages end in divorce. We never ever want to get divorced, mm -hmm. and therapy is a great way to talk about what you feel, what I feel. I think it's great. It's amazing, and so for us, it's not because yeah. we have issues. It's because we want to go into a room and talk about the things that typically we wouldn't talk about because maybe they're too difficult to talk about. And I think if every no, if a couple I don't should. Think that's it. Okay, what is it then? Well, I don't think it's because they're too difficult to talk about. Yeah, but we do talk about things that you probably wouldn't talk about. When would you ever sit down for an hour just and just talk about issues? Like the, you just you do have to kind of think. Obviously, this is just because we're in a good space, but yeah. I'm sure there'll be times when we won't have to think. But you do have to kind of think when you go into cover therapy, like, oh, what little things have annoyed me this week? Problem is, you talk 95% of the time. And I just sit there and I'm like, ooh, here we go. He's droning on again. <laughs> it's basically your therapy and I sit there and nod my head. Which is very true, is it not? By the way, just disclaimer. I do really think if you have the ability to go and do couples therapy, you're in a relationship, married, whatever it is, and you're thinking you shouldn't do it because it's a bit like, oh, why would we do this? We It makes our relationship look bad. We're in a great relationship. Like, I couldn't love you more, and I hope this the other way around, but we do it because we just think it's self-awareness and beneficial. And I think it's great. Yeah, I don't know why we started, but it was the best thing ever. And I look forward to it whenever we have it. So I think people should. So what what things do you have? Oh, I know why. Okay, I'll tell you why it's really important. Okay, so a therapist told me yeah. that. So if you have therapy, if I have therapy and Jamie have therapy, if you don't go to a couple's therapist, they will only, their job is to only listen to your problems and like your circum and see it from your point of view. So if I'm like, oh, Jamie's done this, that and the other to my therapist, they could be like, well, that's not very nice of him. And then you go home and then I'm angry at you. But, and I'm like, well, validated because my therapist told me. Whereas a family therapist or a couple's therapist are amazing because they go, okay, well, that's not great that happened, but let's think what, what made Jamie do that? Like, why was he feeling that way? And so you work together because you don't want to work isolated because if you are in a relationship you always have to think about the other person mm, and that is why I think it's the best thing ever okay so if you if I still all the time in the couples therapy which we had the other, we had a session the other week give me some things that I'm annoying you about at the moment what are you annoying me about at the moment um be honest you not so much at the moment but you really annoy me when you tell me to tidy up you really great on my bones it's because it's messy it's not Messy. It's messy. You? Okay, let me ask it's you It's messy. How do you put the dishwasher on? You close it and put the tablet in. How do you put the washing machine on? You close it and put the tablet have in. Have you ever put a washer on? Yes. Have you? How yes. many times since we've lived there? <laughs> Loads. How many times have you washed your clothes? How many times have you washed your clothes? Every single week. <laughs> you don't think I do. And you thought, do you, think... do you iron them? No, I don't. Exactly. I iron exactly. Them. Do you know what, Sophie? Are you little... Right. So if you came downstairs. Let me ask you so, a question, Jamie. No. La, 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 la. <laughs> How do you think your clothes get in your wardrobe, hung up and folded up? How do you think that happens? We have a cleaner. No. How do you think that happens? Me. She I'm gonna phone. Them. I'm going to phone Anna right now and Don't ask her. Don't do that. I need proof that you actually do that. For my Sorry. Clothes. Also, 
do you realize how sexist you sound? You either get your cleaner to do it or you're expecting your wife to do it. No. How about you pick up those mitts that have never done any hard labor and do it yourself, Mr. I can only make scrambled eggs. <laughs> and they're shit anyway. <laughs> Firstly, I'm the least sexist person in the world. Firstly, you expect a cart home goat meal every single night on your plate. No, I don't. And a clean, clean house. I don't expect... Well, I'm a working woman, <laughs> so go find yourself another person. I don't expect any of that. I don't expect any of it. All I'm saying is that I don't mind. I don't mind at all. You're very kind about if you do put my clothes in my cupboard. I'll do it. I don't mind doing it. The problem is we have Anna who comes, you know, once a week to do that. And it's very kind of her to do it. But we do pay her. She comes her. three times a week. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. But we do pay her. And my thing is, is that you, we had an argument because I basically, I'll tell you what happened. I walked upstairs and said, there's mess everywhere. Let's, you, let's rewind. Let's rewind. We were doing a job. I wake up at 7 a.m., I have my hair done, and off we go to this job for 8 a.m. We get back at 3 p.m., I've not eaten a morsel, and I get in the shower because we have to go to dinner. Oh, sorry that my makeup from getting ready in the morning is on the kitchen table. We've both been working. You've come home and you're gaming for three hours. And because I'm having five minutes time to myself in a bath, you come up and go, you've left mess anywhere, pick up the slack. It's not. It's Pick not, up the slack. That's not what happened. You do it yourself. Anyway, we had a big argument about this, and you came down, and shouted at me because I had said it's really messy, and I kept calm. And you went, "I iron all your clothes," and I put them away. You don't do that. Yeah, I do. No, I do. I put them away. I wash your clothes. I wash those grubby, grubby clothes of yours. I put them in the wash, and I put all your clothes away. Okay. All right. Fine. Fair enough. By the way, speaking of growing up and things like that, you know, we've been talking about fertility a lot. Yeah. Um, I got told that it's in London, apparently, because schools now are like, there's so many different schools and they're kind of oversubscribed a lot of these schools that they have too many students there, that sometimes it's quite hard to get your kid into a certain school. Perfect. That you almost have to sign your kids up to a school even before they're born or when they're born. So we're signing up Geraldine, who's literally not even, a, she's a sperm floating around. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, that's weird. What what I'm does just, she look like? Oh, I don't know. I, I, what do you mean? Does she look like? What? 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 That's not. Yeah, it's no, crazy. That's not true. Yes, it is. Okay, well, let's sign them up, and when they go, can you send a photo of them for proof? We'll go. We can't because they're not real. Well, they're imaginary. Yes, I know they're imaginary, but you still have to do that. So we're naming our sperm and our egg. Yes. Before it's even become an embryo. Yes. I do think, so if you live, you live this idyllic life in the countryside up in Warwickshire growing up and your school just sounded the loveliest thing in the entire world. What's going on? Well, I just, I just feel like if we do touch wood, ever have kids, maybe we move back to the countryside and go and... No. No, not at all? I don't want to move to the countryside. Wait, are you like plotting something? I don't understand. I'm not plotting anything. I feel like someone's going to come in. Who would come in? Like my school teacher or something. <laughs> That's what I felt. I felt like someone... What were you like at school? I don't know. Let's get a school teacher from Kingsley School to come on. What, no, come on. What were you like at school? I was a great, great student. I was a little bit naughty. I won yeah. Miss Charisma. <laughs> Sorry. You won Miss Charisma. <laughs> yep. I had a sash that said Miss Charisma. Really? Yep. And what else did you win? Nothing. Nothing else, just that. Can I, did I ever tell you? I was very good at school. You know, I went to a boarding school from eight years old, yeah. right? Did I ever tell you the time my first day at school, what happened to me? No. When I, I went to another school 
at my when I was thirteen, which was another boys' school. Did I tell you what happened when I walked into? Yeah. My, what, did I tell you this? Someone wrote in cheese, "I will kill you." <laughs> so this is no word of a lie. We had these this corridor, which was just little cubicles either side, and it was called Stig's Corridor, which was the first year corridor. So people in my house, and you would have a a um, cubicle with a curtain going across it. My mum. Penny came and dropped me off at school, boarding school, brand new boarding school, opened the curtain, shh, walked in there. On the bedside table was melted cheese and in it was written, you will die. <laughs> I, I was don't like... understand. So like a big plate of melted cheese and they got their like grubby little finger. And went, yeah, you like, will die. like pizza cheese all over it. And my mum was like, that's pretty weird. Anyway, I was like, don't she worry. She was like, bye, I'm off. She left me and she was like, bye, I'm off. So I got the cheese and put it into the bin. This is no word of lie. That night... I then went to bed, okay, it was a single bed. I went to bed and I sleep with my hands under the pillow. I put my hands under the pillow and there was a lasagna underneath my pillow. I don't believe that. I swear yeah. to There's God. no way. I swear Some to God. Some boy at boarding school yes. had a lasagna in a massive <laughs> pot. No, just laying, laying there. Like he'd taken out of a thing and put it under my pillow. So I put my hands... <laughs> You're lying, right? No, I did. Honestly, I had, and then I came out and was waving my lasagna, and I didn't know what it was when I first put my hands in it. It was a lasagna under my pillow. That is vile. What sort of school were you at? So many Hatherop. things. Hatherop. No, so many things happened Summerfields. So many things happened at my school. that I, I can't believe you've never spoken about school on this podcast. We've spoken about school enough to one another. You've told me your days at school multiple times. Have I told you the story of the boy who hurt himself playing rugby? No. Okay, well, a boy was playing rugby and on the rugby field, he, he got tackled and dislocated his leg. He dislocated his hip and his leg. And with a dislocation, what needs to happen is you need to uh, click it back in. The dislocate, you can't just leave it dislocated. So the teachers and everyone ran onto the pitch and they were like, oh, it's dislocated. And the, the um, doctor people um, clicked the hip and the leg back into place and it caught one of his testicles and crushed it. And he screamed so loud, he ruptured his voice box. I feel violently unwell. <laughs> no, that can't be true. Yeah. So the testicle was long, long, long on that long bit of skin. He was lying on the ground. Ah, my leg, my leg. And one of them bloop, had fallen into ah! it. And they just... Bloop. Oh, my God. They do fall back in. Yeah. Those things are really weird, testicles. Mm. That is horrendous. It burst inside him. It just crushed it. Wait, he got I'm... caught with the bone. No, that... I'm sorry. I actually physically can't breathe with that. Sorry. Imagine someone getting your boob and just crushing it. Isn't that? I don't think it's kind of the same thing. <laughs> How horrendous. So, honestly, I have stories galore. Did I tell you the time when um, this guy called George really annoyed me? And so what I did is, I, I, as a as revenge, I went and pooed in his bin. <laughs> I pooed in his bin. And I thought I was cool. So I walked out the door, kicked the door and went, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. And I walked into my housemaster and he said, what are you doing in George's room? Said, you wait, sorry. No, I just don't believe half I, of this. How can I make this up? So you went and shot in someone's room and yeah. then you walked out to yourself going, the boys are back in town. The boys are back in town on your own. Yeah, I bumped your, into the housemaster. With your little blonde hair. Yeah, bumped into the housemaster and he said, what are you doing in George's room? I said, nothing, sir. So he opened the door and saw that I had Pooped in the bin. Surely you got in so much trouble. I got in a lot of trouble. Got in a lot of trouble. The boys are back in town. You didn't come out saying that. I did. There's no way you came around going, wait, why don't you tell everyone about that song that you did that went viral? Oh my God, I was one of the first. This is another true story. I was one of the first people to get a million views on YouTube. 
Nor of the yes. past. <laughs> yes. Not one of the past people. I think we were. We we lip we lip sync to songs on a YouTube channel. And we put it onto YouTube and it got loads of views. How many views? So many views. Okay, we should put a clip of that on. Who was the first person to get a million views on YouTube? The first person to actually get a million views. Was on it YouTube. me? Um, no, it was Ronaldinho. Was it Ronaldinho? Yeah, he's yeah. for a Nike wild. advert. Makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in two thousand and five. So that's the. T- I, I kid you not, guys. That's when I was at school making the video. Two thousand and five. Yeah, but, but you, you versus were. like no. a Brazilian world-class footballer with sponsored by Nike. No, <laughs> honestly, guys, it was honestly, I'm not kidding you. I was singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Bang Bang, Chitty Chitty. And we sang, um, we sang the year 3000. Because I came to the year And we lip synced to that and put it on YouTube and it got loads of views. And then honestly, I used to go to the local girls' schools and they were like, Jamie, Jamie, like cheering my name. We've told the story about when you... <laughs> What? <laughs> when you used to chat up girls and you'd be like, oh God, just so tired, I've been rehearsing all day. <laughs> and they'd be like, rehearsing what? And he'd be like, in my band. And then you would sing, I believe in miracles. No. <laughs> down the, down I, the phone to them. I used to phone up girls at night. There's one girl called Lucinda. And I used to, yeah, I used to say, oh, I've been rehearsing all day for my band. They're like, what band? I'm like, JKL Squared. We're going to be big someday. Jamie Lang Squared. JKL Squared. Who's K? Uh, uh, Del Knight. Del Knight? Yeah. No way. He yeah. was in the band. Yeah, he's in the band. He's who's, a drummer. Who's L? Uh, Laken. And then the other L? Uh, HKL Squared. Hannington was the first one. The Squared was Laken and Lang. Del Knight we was <laughs> in the thing. Oh, my God. I love that. And I used to say that. And then on the phone to Lisa, I'd be like, ah, oh, it's been... She'd like, what song? I'd be like, I can sing it for you if you want. She'd be like, all right. And he'd just go, I see your true colors shining through. I see your true colors. And you know it's true, guys. You know that you did that. What would she do? Oh, okay. Gotta go. No, she's just like, man, you're so hot. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Speaking of sending, um, speaking to girls on phones and sending messages, I, as promised, have gone through all of our old messages together. Sick to my stomach. I looked at all of our old DMs, direct messages, and I looked at, um, went through my old phones to find old text messages. Text messages are much harder. I think we just both deleted them when we were getting in arguments. But I have a couple. But I'm going to start with the old direct messages that we sent each other. Do you want to hear them? Yeah, kind of. Ish. Oh my God. You ready for this? Not really So guys, these are the first messages I ever sent Sophia Boo on Instagram. This is the first ever, ever, ever. Give the day. Early 2018. Okay. Habs, don't have your number. (laughs) You'll see it here first. You message me first. I first message. Habs, vomit, vomit, vomit. Don't have your number. I sent my number. Thinking of having a BBQ later, nights. Thoughts? Nights. Typo. <laughs> nights? I, I was meant to say thoughts, but I said nights. And I went, nights, typo. <laughs> Why don't I just delete it? Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> you replied. Oh, God. Yeah, let's do it. What time slash what do you need us to bring? I didn't say it in that tone. It would have been like, yeah, let's do it. What time slash what do you need us to bring? Not, I, yeah, let's do it. I replied, what time do you think? I'm not reading it like that. I replied, what time do you think? I can grab food. 
God, all just balls in my car. You replied, whenever. What? Hang on, are you organising the barbecue or am I? Because it sounds like <laughs> I've organised it, then asked you to organise it. Yeah, 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 just no responsibility. You replied, whenever. We're actually on the way to the supermarket now, so we can pick up some stuff. Well, you're reading it in a really weird tone, like there was just, there's no need to do that. And then, and then I replied, sweet, I'll grab stuff. Come oh my round God, three. just fucking grab the food and get on with it. You went, okay. Next message. This is another day. How do you feel about a company with myself and Sam and Miles? Super chilled and have fun. No people complaining or bitching, huh? <gasps> wait, you... wait, wait. What do you mean, how do you feel about accompanying me? I don't know. You replied, haha, no complaining or bitching allowed. Shall we also do a boat day this weekend? <laughs> Oh my god, I can't read this. Like this is so. I boring. replied. It's also from Croatia. I can. Tell yes, you. that would be sweet. Let me know about tonight. You replied. What happened tonight? I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm I said maybe dinner. Okay, this is so dull. Surely this is like 2019. We're both with other people at this point. Not cheating. Not cheating. Friends. Okay, now it gets a bit more serious. What point is this? This is in August. So it's getting a bit spicier. What? This is August after Croatia. So this this is, is after filming. Here we go. This is bloody years ago. Here we go. Six years ago. I say, how are you? You reply, stressed but good. Why moving, are you so stressed? <laughs> moving has been long. How are you? Good luck in Edinburgh. You're going to smash it. Ten exclamation marks. <laughs> I reply, it's going to be great. Really scared, but it's going to be cool. Loads of hearts from me. You said, this is going to be amazing. I'm so excited for you. Oh my God, it can spice it up a bit. You're slower than an old snail. That was our first direct messages. We like, were just friends. Can enough. I just say, we didn't get together for another two, three years. I don't know what you're clocking on about with that. I get, but it just shows that we were flirty from the beginning. We we're a little bit flirty from those direct messages. I don't you think I'm flirty. flirty. Okay, I think from your side. Um, Emily, who does all of our social media, who's been who's friends also with my best friend. one of your best friends. One of your bridesmaids. You have messages, apparently. I do. That <laughs> Sophie sent you. These are the messages that Sophie sent you when you were, when Sophie and I were first dating. What did the messages say? You have to do it word for word. I have to word. explain word that I had recently just broken up with somebody oh, who, no. you know, and it was all a bit complicated. So you had just broken up with a friend of mine? I'd broken up with a friend of yours. It was all a bit complicated. <laughs> and I sent Emily this message. Okay, fine. So we, okay. Had this, we had just started dating. I had just broken up with someone. Single, single. We were both single. We felt quite awkward that we were single because we were all kind of friends in the same circle. And this is what People you said, yeah, Emily. So we must have been out right before because my text to you was, I'm so hungover, it actually hurts. Help with those monkey faces. Really cool. <laughs> and then you went, ha, 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 Oh my God, same. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. Shall I see Jamie or no? I feel like a terrible person. Ah, lol. <laughs> what the? You were still questioning whether to see me or not. What then, was your reply? Oh my god, yeah, really exposed myself here. Ha ha ha, it's so tricky, isn't it? <laughs> it's so what you'd say now, still. <laughs> it depends what you want long term. If you think it can't happen and you can't tell people, then you could pass it off as a mistake later down the line. <laughs> as, it, <laughs> as it was just once, if you continue seeing him, then it digs the hole a bit deeper with a monkey face. This must have been the first time we got together. This is the first time we, we hooked up. And I said, what do you think you want? You're in love, aren't you? <laughs> no, watch Wait, me hang, go, no, I'm not. On, hang on, what reply? And Her then reply, reply. you go, I legit can't stop laughing at this picture. I was a separate picture. And then oh, I just ignore you, you saying you're in yeah. love. 
Hang on a second. So just kind of understand. So you were contemplating that you didn't want to date me because you thought it was too awkward. You you, you were going to pass me off as a mistake. <laughs> no. Yes. That was <laughs> great advice from that me. Was Emily, <laughs> best friend, saying, "Look, you don't have to freak out about it. You can pass off as a mistake." Oh, she got another one. She got, got another. One. This is further back now. Yes, can't wait. This is like a. God, Emily was actually the person I went to for all advice. Okay, hold on, let's hear it. So this is you. So I was saying, like, I'm going to be at the King's Road, can't find a top to wear tonight. And you went, hey, honey, ignored my message. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually at Jamie's filming nearby. When are you going? Mm -hmm. And then I just ignored the fact that you were seeing Jamie and just accepted (laughs) the entire thing. I can't believe you th- were going to pass me off as a mistake. I wasn't. That's what Emily said to do. And I clearly decided to go against her. I do remember you, all my friends being a bit like, not sure you should be getting with Jamie. Wow. Okay. Anyway, that's great. Emily, if thank you so other. much for that. What is, re- <laughs> what is really interesting is I have found a phone with a text message to you. I think because the beginning of our very sort of strange... And this is why Emily thought I should pass you off as a mistake. I... When we were we were dating at the beginning of our relationship, dating. and we were quite private dating. about our dating, we were quite private about it. We weren't official, nothing at all. You and this is true. Sophie had basically phoned me up and said, "Look, I don't think we should see each other anymore." You had basically rejected me. No, this is true. Don't try yeah, and deny. Yeah, because people were getting upset. People were getting upset. I went out that night, got very drunk, and ended up sleeping with somebody who I knew, who you knew. Anyway, this is the very beginning of our relationship. <laughs> I have just found the text message that I sent you when you found out that I had slept with somebody else. Even though you had rejected me, and even though you didn't want anything to do with me. Don't you... try and turn go. this on me. You were in the wrong. Here we go. Do you want to hear the text message? Here we go. I can't bear it. So it's in reference that people were saying a lot of stuff about me, right? And I, a lot of the stuff wasn't true. So I said, I know I'm not lying. I don't know whether people are just lying because they don't want us to be together or you actually just don't want to be with me and can't find a way of saying it. Either way, it's really sad this is happening. Gaslight, gaslight, gaslight. I didn't just adore you, Habs. I really liked you. Think you're the best in every way. I'm sorry what has happened. I wish it didn't. But as I said to you already, since we hadn't committed to each other, I didn't know that I could jeopardize us. I would have done anything for us and made sure you were happy all the time. It made me happy every time I even looked at you. We had the best fun together. You really were my buddy. I, I probably read Wait, that. I was like, I'll cheers, buddy. I'll miss speaking to you every day, saying bizarre things to make us laugh and making fun of the tooth, which I actually secretly love. Sorry have... your friends will say you told you so and that you're embarrassed. If it means anything, I would have adored you forever. I suppose this is my karma that it was ready, that was oh, yeah, ready yeah. waiting to happen. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it at all. I don't like reading all these things. Oh, yuck. Yuck. Anyway, but honey, the good news is, is that's our past <laughs> and we're here right now, married and happier than ever. Yeah. Ooh, aching out. Yeah, it makes me feel a bit gross as well. But hey, it's history. It's history, honey. I tell you what does make me happy, though, every single part of the day is it's time for... Listeners' Messages. <laughs> This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for listeners' messages. Thank you so much for sending them in. Woo, 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 woo. Um, they're amazing. You ready they're for this? They're amazing. You ready for this? I'm always ready. Okay, settle in, honey. This is from Isabel. Hey, guys. I live in a uni house where there are six girls and two boys. A couple of weeks ago, one of the boys had his friend up to visit. Let's call him Steve. And then one of the girls had gone home. We'll call her Molly. The boys, including Steve, went out and got a bit drunk, and the girls stayed in and had a sleepover with my f- in my friend's room. At 5 a.m., my housemate and I got woken up by s- the sound of someone walking around and rattling the bedroom door handles. Both of us, scared and confused, pretended to be asleep, as we thought we were getting broken into. The bedroom door then swung open, and Steve stumbled in, but saw us and said, Oops, sorry, wrong room. We both continued to pretend to be asleep and heard him carrying on trying to get into other people's rooms. When he reached Molly's room, the door was unlocked. He entered and we heard him move the desk chair. A couple moments passed and as Molly was away, we both fell back to sleep thinking nothing of it. In the morning, Steve was nowhere to be seen. He had gotten the first train home. Throughout the day, we chatted about Steve walking around and rattling doors and we reached the conclusion that he must have been sleepwalking. Three days later, Molly had some parcels delivered to the house and she was still away, so one of the girls took them into her room, only to find only to find human poo smeared all over the desk chair and the floor. Suddenly it all made sense. Steve in his drunken state had been frantically trying to find the toilet in our three-story house. He was unsuccessful and instead made use of the flat metal desk chair. Nobody had heard from Steve since this, but Molly received two bottles of Prosecco, a box of chocolates, and a bank transfer for 100 quid. The girl who delivered the parcels to Molly's room had found the feces, so cleaned them and also received 50 quid. It's safe to say Steve will not be returning to our house anytime soon. Oh, that my. is shocking. He's just gone into a room and shat everywhere. He's gone into a room and shat everywhere. Oh, wait, that feels like he didn't have, like, diarrhea either. He was just like, oh, I can't find anywhere. Like, actually one where he, like, he squatted and he let it come out. Like, that is so wrong on every level. Did you hear about the story? Which, honestly, I'm sure you must have heard, which gets me every time, which kind of went a bit viral, but I'll say it again. Which is where a guy went to a girl's house and to hook up. It was like a one-night stand. Anyway, he really needed a shit so bad. So he was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Didn't know what to do. 
went into the, the loo um, and it was like a huge bath and really nice. Anyway, shat into the loo and was like, oh my God, couldn't <laughs> flush it. So didn't want to fish it out with his hand and put it into a bag, opened the window, swung it and whoo, let it go. Out of the window it went. Anyway, he was like, yeah, done it, fine. Went back into the room. Anyway, they made out, whatever. Morning came and then the girl went up and walked to the bathroom. Sonny screamed and he's like, what? Ran into the, the bathroom. And there was shit everywhere because he had swung the back around. <gasps> and there was a hole in the back. And he had swung it <laughs> and shit had gone all over the room. That is so vile. That is so vile. Oh. You've never told me that. Story. Have I not told no. you? Okay. How funny is that? I've got another. That's so funny. Okay, okay go, go on, on. Give me one. This is from Anonymous. Yeah. Okay. Hello, newlyweds. I have a horrendously embarrassing story. I can't even believe I'm writing this to you both. I was at my boyfriend's house where he lived with his mum. This certain day, his mum was at work on a night shift, so we decided to make the most of it. Setting the scene, we were both completely naked, and like a true gent, he decided to make his way downtown. <laughs> yeah, baby. I was laid flat on my back, legs up. He was face down with his back facing his bedroom door. His bedroom door was literally three way, three feet away from the bed. To our surprise, his mum came home early. Lo and behold, his mum walks into his bedroom and turns the big light on. The woman is greeted with her son's bare asshole <laughs> winking in her face, his face between my legs and me sprawled out tits everywhere. No. No. You can't come back from no, that. No, you, you can't. can't come back not from that. that. Not that. Not that. No, no, no. That's when you that's when you That's just, when you go, uh no, that's when you have to, I would just go, uh I'm dead. That's when you have to pretend they're a T-Rex and if you don't move they can't see you. <laughs> just stay completely still. Oh my god, his mum runs out of the room. I don't blame her. However, eight years on, we're still happily together with our own home, so there are no more mum intrusions. It seems to be unwritten rule that this instance is never and will never be spoken about between the three of us. It never happened. That is so <gasps> not that, not that, not <laughs> that position. I can't get over that. Did I ever tell you the time when I was younger, and I and I we had I had a girl over for like one of the first times ever, and I must I must be like sixteen, and I was like, oh, you know what we should do? We should like massage each other so I, I didn't have any i didn't have any um like massage, oil like oil or anything so i went into my cupboard and found honey <laughs> and i poured honey on onto her no you didn't onto her back no, and i was like didn't. this trying to, trying to massage it <laughs> i don't know if you've tried to spread honey on skin it's like <laughs> i'm trying to spread it off and it dried so she much must... we couldn't get it no, honey doesn't dry like that. It does. If you leave it on all night. Why did you leave it on all night? You were rolling around in bed with her and she was sticking to the duvet. <laughs> Just full of honey. She was more... She was like, I don't have the heart to tell him that this is the worst experience of my life. This trying to massage if her. You, <laughs> if you put honey into, on me, I would literally lose my mind. That is mental. Ah, you ready for this one? Yeah. Okay, this is from Anonymous. Hi, Sophie and Jamie. Me and my boyfriend and my friends recently went on a camping trip. But which I mean, we slept in a field and got drunk. Before we set off, my friend and I were getting ready to go camping when she told me that she had come on her period and she was worried she was going to be uncomfortable. I gave her a pad and we went on our merry way. We arrived and met up with my boyfriend and our two friends and started partying. 
Around 2 a.m., I got into my sleeping bag and I noticed that it had been a while since I'd seen my friend. I went to look for her when I saw my boyfriend walking towards me from a side road next to the field and he told me my friend had left as she wasn't feeling well and that he had just walked her home. I shunned my torch in its face. No. And I noticed that his whole mouth and face was covered in blood. What the hell? It took me a moment to realise what had just happened between him and my friend behind the bush. Obviously, I was livid, but I was too drunk to make a scene. In the morning, one of my friends screamed when she saw my boyfriend's bloody face. To make matters even better, there was randomly a dead bird lying near him. Of course we broke up, and although I didn't tell people what really happened, somehow word got out that he ate live wildlife when he was drunk. He hadn't, so... He I hadn't. know what would happen. That actually happened at a party I was at. So we're all at a party, like, you know when they were, like, in, like... Barns. Bar- barns. We were, like, at someone's barn, and in then... In the countryside, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like an abandoned barn with hay bales and things like no, that. No, 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 it was, like, their barn or okay, their house. Okay, fine. And we're all there passing away. And this guy and this girl have broken up, right? And they come in from, they've been in this car. Everyone's like, why have you been talking to each other? You've broken up. And he had blood all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's very nice. Anyway, it wasn't, no one laughed about it. We were just like, uh-oh, all over him. All over him? Well, yeah. What, what the hell? What's going on? Why didn't she say something? Well, I think it was dark in a car. You don't have the lights on because also they're broken up. So they didn't really want to tell everyone like this is what we've been getting down oh and dirty. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Do you have another listener's message? Okay, guys, we've got a love story. I love how I feel. Oh, I get to read the love stories. Yeah, they're just it's amazing. Just right. Okay. This is from Emily. In November of 20... I'm going to cry. In November of 2022, I lost my beautiful grandmother. She had been widowed since 2009 after my grandfather passed away. My grandmother's house had been in the family for over 70 years. My grandmother had raised all five of her siblings on her own in the same house she lived in until she passed away. This was the same house in which she gave birth to my dad and his two brothers and the same house we were raised in as grandchildren. After she passed away, we could no longer keep the house within the family, so we had the sad task of removing her belongings. We found so many amazing things to remind us of our grandmother, including a very special note my grandfather had written to her after he proposed. Some context to the letter, my grandmother lived in rural Wales and my grandfather was from England. During this time, they kept the proposal on the low until they could see each other again. After proposing, my grandfather had to go home to England to visit his siblings and parents, but would always write to my grandmother. I've attached my favourite letter of his for you to read. My dear Maggie, sorry the letter has taken a long time but could not find any paper to write on, so I had to swipe some out of the kid's school book. Still, it is not what it's written on, but what I write that matters, is it not? Well, you wanted to know if I was glad that we got engaged in your last letter. Well, what do you think? I wish it was not getting engaged that we were talking about. The only time I will really be happy is when we get wed. And I don't think I want to wait all that long, do you? The more I think about you, the more I am falling in love with you. I hope and pray that nothing happens between us now. I don't think I could bear it because I love you so much. The last few days I've been thinking about what it would be like to be married to my beautiful Maggie. I hope it turns out that way. By the way, I am now in bed writing this. You should be here with me and not miles away. I will have to close now, Maggie. Don't forget to write back. But most of all, don't forget that I love you very, very much. I hope you are happy now. You said you would be when I bought you a ring. 
I think I'd better think about the other one to go with it. All my love, Dave. Oh, I'm hoping to get the line, my beautiful Maggie, t- tattooed soon to remind me of my grandpa's and as a constant reminder that true love will never die. I hope they are now together once again. After the letter, they then got married a few weeks later and remained married ever since. I love the podcast, listen every week and love hearing the stories, so I thought I would include one of my own. <gasps> oh my God, I'm going to get all of them. Oh my God, we've got a photo of them. Can't cope, can't cope, can't cope. We'll put the photo up. You're going to put the photo up on our social media. Can't cope, Maggie. Maggie and Dave. <sighs> People want our grandchildren will read our letters one day. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's so... So upsetting that we have text messages and stuff. I, I wish am. we just had written letters. The thing is, I've written you letters before. You br- I've written you letters. So we've kept them. So it's really important. Honestly, it's letters are the most amazing things. I still have letters from my grandma. I thought you were going to say from your ex. I was like, okay. No, from my grandma, which is just amazing. It just fills me with so much joy. I love that a lot. Me too. That's wonderful. Guys, thank you so much for all of your listeners' messages. Said every single week. Thank you so much for sending them. We freaking love them. We love them. And Remember, we love you. keep sending them in your love stories, your crazy stories, your wild stories, your wedding stories, whatever it is. Send it into at Newlyweds Podcast, or you can send us an email, newlyweds at jampopproductions.co.uk. That's, that's the, end the end of listeners' messages. People are really wondering, Sophie, where the hell has your fanny gone? Fanny is just cruising. What? I had to let go of fanny. You had to let go of the fanny? Yeah, I had to give my fanny back. I passed it over. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, fanny just got another owner. Really? Yeah. But don't worry, because i got another fanny on its way. you got another fanny coming. i got another fanny on its way. Have you organised it to come? I've organised another fanny. My new fanny is clean, it's sharp, it's crisp, it's new. When, is, when does it arrive? <laughs> don't know, don't know about that, you got to make its way. You've got to make a deal with me. Yeah. No more parking tickets. I promise. Because, honey, it's out of honey, control. Honey, we've parked that. I don't think we have actually. We parked that in that episode. You promised, you made a promise to me, you made a promise to the listeners, you made a promise to the universe that you would stop yapping on about it. And you're breaking that. That's fair enough. Fanny's on its way, but we maybe we don't call her Fanny. What do you want to call her? I don't know. Should we rename Fanny? Okay. We could name her Fanny number two. Fanny number two. Or we could name Richard. <laughs> and then it could be nicknamed Dick. No, that's not even funny. I don't think that'd be a good idea. You really thought that through. No, I didn't even think yeah, it you through. I, I'm just excited for you to have your car back because then you can actually just whiz around the place and it'll be great. Same, I really missed that car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I missed that car. So why don't we ask people to send us some name suggestions? Okay, send us some more names. If you want it to be funny again, we can keep her as funny. Right. It'll be funny number two. Or we just bring a up fresh a fresh new, new fanny. Don't mind me cruising around in my fresh new fanny. <laughs> I like it. Hey, um, update, ladies and gentlemen. If you listened to our last episode, which, by the way, was one of my favorite episodes ever because we had that incredible engagement with Josh and Charlie. So if you haven't listened, go and listen back to it. It's insane. We've got a couple engaged together. Um, we asked everyone to send in some suggestions to put producer Jemima on a date. <laughs> Doesn't make me sound tragic at all. We put you on a date on the cruise and turns out they... Didn't go too well. Didn't go too well. Um, But that's okay because uh, people have actually written in suggesting people 
who could take you on a date. Is this real? This is completely this real. This is getting out of hand. Th- this is completely real. Wait, what's going on? So, are you ready for this? Because we have found the answer to Jemima's quest for love with help from one of our wonderful listeners, Yaz. Okay. <gasps> Yaz was listening to the cruise episode uh, and she had a matchmaking hat on. And she actually believes that one of her friends might just be the perfect match for producer Jemima. No way. Yeah. How? No How way. Did she knows. She knows. Well, it's easy to find you. You're up there on that vlog. She thought. And she's heard you. She thought of her friend okay. Nick. Right. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. God. She thinks Nick is everything Jemima wants. How does she know this? I've got a list for you. Okay. Come on then. He works in finance. But is super creative. He's a talented art- artist and plays the saxophone and piano. Okay, I okay, I don't like the saxophone, but fine. You don't. You don't. Jemima, decent. Okay, sorry. Maybe yeah. this is. I the don't like gaming, but he games. Yeah, okay, Jemima, fine, beggars fine. can't be choosers. I'm a beggar, am I? <laughs> yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. Okay, go on. He's very smart, intellectual, but also sporty, especially swimming. I don't like smart. Smart and sporty. You do, do. love smart. You, we like know you love smart. smart. I know okay, you're all go about on. the smart. He's super close with his lovely family, especially his two younger sisters, Red and flag. is just the most generous and kind-hearted <laughs> guy. Right. He loves a jazz club. Okay. Likes That's a bar crawl and live drawing night. So this is tick 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 tick. It's you. These are all things that like I've like. How on earth has she picked up that eye? I don't know. From. You like all these things. But that's so you. I'm so confused. Right, Jamie, okay. you've put an He loves out. to travel and his family have a lovely holiday um, home on the coast. And he recently got his powerboat license. Oh, that's actually really high up on my list of requirements. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind, funny, smart and will draw a gorgeous picture of you. Naked. And most importantly, <laughs> he's keen for a date. Let's get him on. Let's set it out. We're going in. Are we actually... Are you joking? What's I'm not name? joking. Nick. 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 Nick Lavish. Nick, okay, right. Okay, fine. What's you, next steps? Are you keen for this? Oh, you know what? Valentine's Day is past. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just sat there. It's, it was also pancake day, so I um, made pancakes instead. By yourself? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Shrove Tuesday. Oh, no, maybe it was Ash where our car. It was all around the same time. I Valentine's Day for the same day. Only thing is, he's 25. Oh, Oh, really? Uh, as listeners know, I'm in my 50s. <laughs> <laughs> a younger That's what it takes to get this job. Yeah. <laughs> graft. <laughs> he's a younger, younger guy. Half my age. That's it's not half he's your not, age. Come on, do you want to reveal your age? No, we don't have to reveal your age, but you're you're basically right same in age. and guess my age, listeners. <laughs> you're a little bit older. Only a little Only bit. Only a little bit. Like that's so legit. Would you, are you keen? I mean, why not? Why not? Yes. <laughs> Okay, that doesn't stop. Please, lovely listeners, if you have another suitable date for producer Jemima. In their 50s. In, not in their 50s. <laughs> uh, please send it in. Yaz, thank you so much for that. We cannot wait for this. It's going to be unbelievable. I, I just can't believe that someone would... It's very like um, Sleepless in Seattle. Have yeah. you seen that film? Yeah, 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 yeah. Meg Ryan like falls in love with Tom someone Hanks. on the radio. Producer Jemima, you're going to be on a date and we're going to make this happen. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Oh my Let's God. do it. Strap in, Nick. You're in for the ride of your life. All right. And take her away from the mic. Uh, okay, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you terribly. To much. another episode of Newlyweds. We absolutely adore you. Remember, please send us in 
all of your stories, your suggestions for dates potentially, your love stories, all of them we want to hear from you. Please send them to at newlywedspodcast um, on Instagram or newlyweds at jampopproductions.co.uk. Also, remember we're on YouTube and we're on Instagram and TikTok as well. Okay, thank you so much, guys. If you are getting married. Good luck to you. If you're getting engaged. Good luck. Oh, my God. If you're thinking about getting divorced. Good luck. 50%. Good luck. Good, yeah, good luck in life, go, right? Or just, you know, go get a couple therapy. If you're thinking about asking that girl or boy to go on a date. Go do it, sister. If you're thinking about proposing to someone. Go do it, brother. Okay, just keep doing it. Anything else? Anything else, Anything else boy? All right, everybody. We'll see you next week on we Monday. We love you. Bye. We love you. Goodbye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.